right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I am Tony Serrato. I am Gavin Butts. I am Patrick Wall. And in this episode, we're going to be talking adaptations. So film adaptations from books, shows, could be anything it's adapted to. So Including comic books, because then we would have to exclude Batman, and I don't want to do that. Yes. But, but I am Batman. And we couldn't go one episode without talking about the bringing I mean, the MCU exactly. or something into yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I've never seen Batman and Gavin in the same room together. So he actually might be bat, uh, Batman. I, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a billionaire, but... <laughs> <laughs> Give me a million dollars. Give me a million just, dollars. Just kidding. <laughs> you never did see where he lives. He just... Car comes out of the ground somewhere yeah. and just opens up. <laughs> I told y'all, it's by the waterfall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So... Um, Talking adaptations, um, I'm going to bring something up, a little callback from last week. You're going to talk about The Martian, aren't you? Uh, no, actually, I'm not going to talk about The Martian, but during the Halloween episode, mm-hmm. we went the whole episode and didn't really speak on Stephen King. Hmm. And probably one of the most adapted No, I didn't. Films. It was the scariest movie I've ever seen, The Shining. You, you did bring it up, but we didn't get a chance to really talk about Why it. Why would I ever want to bring up that <laughs> repressed memory? <laughs> Well, you don't have to. That's what I'm here for. Oh. I'll bring it up for you. <laughs> Please don't. I don't want to cry in the shower again this morning. Well, so, I mean, even to make it worse, you know, we could talk about the highest grossing horror movie of all time, It. It? <laughs> I saw the King? original miniseries when it was on, like, TVS, and that scared the shit out of me. I did not see the film. Folks, you couldn't see how hard Patrick just shook. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that was Tim Curry, too, as the clown. I love Tim yeah. Curry. Tim Curry. How do you and not He scared him? the crap out of me, especially when they all had the fortune cookies. There was an eye in one oh, of them, yeah. and a spider started yep. crawling out of one. Nope, fuck that. <laughs> and that was on, like, cable television. <laughs> right. And I did not go see the movie. <laughs> all right, so in, in honor, or to save you from the scares, uh, we can still by talk the, about Stephen King. By the time that folks are listening to this, Halloween's over. <laughs> Let's stop talking about it. <laughs> But we don't have to talk about the scary ones because he did a lot that weren't scary. He did Stand by Me. He did yeah. the Shawshank Redemption. I, I mean, always forget he did the Green Shawshank. Mile. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good ones that he did that weren't really scary. They may have been somewhat suspenseful at certain times. He also did Christine, Carrie, and Cujo. Did he do Carrie? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I, if he did, I wasn't aware of that. But I could be wrong. It happened one other time. <laughs> it was. <laughs> The summer of 93, I'll never forget it or forgive myself. I have never been wrong before. I thought I was wrong one time, but I was mistaken. Yep. It was adapted from a Stephen King's 1974 book. Oh, cool. Well, that's awesome, though. <laughs> I knew something Tony did it. <laughs> I need to celebrate, but I don't have any liquor. Well, I have garbage liquor. That's the guest liquor. I don't have any of my liquor. Hey, you still got some honey. That's true. <laughs> Bring the good stuff, not the stuff that I get for other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's stuff I would give you if you came up. <laughs> you guys want any of that? That's all yours. <laughs> you drink that shit liquor, man. <laughs> but uh, real quick, back to so with the Stephen King Shawshank Redemption, I, I brought it up, but that's that's one of my <clears throat> favorite Stephen King movies mm-hmm. adaptations that he's done. <clears throat> I'll be sad to say I didn't actually read the book. Um, I've read some of the books, but not all of them. I'm going to throw this disclaimer out there. I'm assuming none of us have read a lot of the books of about the movies we're about to talk about. Probably not. I, would... I looked at the back cover. <laughs> the cliff notes? Yeah, yeah, I, I read version. the cliff notes when my English teacher made me read <laughs> exactly, the book. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you read the back cover in the prologue. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I stopped it. Old Andy Dufresne. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's such a good story, though, and uh, it's it's one of those movies we mentioned before in one of the other episodes that you can just watch over and over right. again. Mm. Like, I mean, maybe not. It turns off and I turn it right back on. But anytime if I'm flipping through the channels, no matter where it's at, if it's playing, I can watch it. Yeah, uh, just excellent movie, great cast, <clears throat> great story. Uh, it, it's just really good all around. Yeah. But if you had. Uh, you know, we're always going to bring this question up. So I, I said mine. Favorite film adaptation. Do you have one? I do. Oh. Mine is the A-Team. The, the movie okay. with Liam yep. Neeson. Yep. Based off the TV show. Mm-hmm. I think that movie is fan-fucking-tastic. Mainly because they fly a tank in that movie. <laughs> Are they trying I, to shoot down the drone? No, no, they're trying to fly the tank. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. What, flying the tank is really funny. But just before that... 
Um, Baracus like wakes up. And he's like, "What happened to the plane? It exploded." <laughs> now hold on, I got pop a window. Bradley Cooper <laughs> just opens the top and starts shooting at the drone. I think that is hilarious. <laughs> When did the plane blow up? Recently? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my go-to movie when I have to do stuff around the apartment, like clean or do All something. Right. I put that on the TV <clears> just so I can hear it. Is there something in the background? And then whenever that scene comes on, I stop I watch. <laughs> <laughs> See, what's awesome about that is I think it would be great if in one like outtake, because they obviously couldn't put it in a movie, but if they did an outtake with Liam Neeson, he's like, we have a very special set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Just take on the taken version of it. <laughs> Or were they going through yeah. customs and they gave them the wrong passports? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the one guy just starts speaking Swahili. <laughs> Bradley Cooper's like, you speak Swahili? Like, you don't? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from District 9, I can't remember his name at the moment. That character Murdoch. Uh, yeah. yeah, I can't think of his name either. He was in like that hardcore Henry movie too. Yep. Um, he actually got into a bunch of like sci-fi stuff. Uh, he was he reminds a, me of Martin Freeman, but I know it's not Martin Freeman. He was another one with uh, Matt Damon, where they were uh, Matt trying, Damon. They were trying to <laughs> Matt Damon, <laughs> the original Loki. <laughs> <clears throat> um, well, um, moving on uh, to, to to mine, uh, mm-hmm. I would definitely say The Godfather. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. That's kind of where I fell in love with Al Pacino. Um, and it's, what's so funny is he's so young in that, you know, in his career, in that movie, Oh yeah. it's really the, you know, before he starts getting into the, um, I'm just going to, every scene that I have, I'm just going to yell. So <laughs> 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 woman. Yeah. <laughs> so he did it before Scarface. Yes. It's okay. <laughs> yes, he did. The, Probably the worst adaptation of a Cuban nationalist. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I tell you what, man. You, uh, you, you give her a cuello, she call me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that book that was uh, Mario Puzo, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Now, okay, you brought up The Godfather. One or two. What do you prefer? I'd say, I'd probably say one's my favorite. Is it? Um, okay. Two's really good. It's the third one I, I was not a fan of. Yeah, me neither. I mean, like, I think we've said it before, but uh, it's probably been a while since we've said it, so I'll say it again. <laughs> if you're going to say that you saw all of them and understood the Godfather trilogy completely, you have to see the third one. Right. Um, With that said. Yeah, having said that, <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> I don't personally feel it's necessary or really impacts the story. In fact, I think it actually veers the story away from yeah. what they were trying to do originally. Um, he did achieve what he wanted to from... The second one about making the family legitimate, um, but he just—I don't know—I just I wasn't into it. I right. mean, they did kind of bring it full circle where he died like his father did, you know, yeah. just sitting in that chair and tilted over. Um, but other than that, I. But for me, it's it's more like I really like. I almost say that the second one is my favorite. The first one will always be the number one because it did, did start it off, but the second one it goes. So much into Vito's past. Yeah. You know, it explains how he came to be who he is, um, why he is who he is. Uh, and, of course, Robert De Niro playing the young version of Vito Corleone. You can't beat that. Yeah, so now sure. You have, huh? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's just a good movie. Anything overall. you have to say about these movies will make both of you very sad. <laughs> you haven't seen it. Nope. Patrick Not hasn't seen it. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> <coughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> He's going to be like... Peter and Family Guy. I don't like The Godfather. It insists on itself. <laughs> what? what do you mean it insists? It, it's a good movie. It's supposed to be insisting. <laughs> what do you mean? You know? I did not care for The Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the part where they're all drowning. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hannah Group. <laughs> yeah. It insists upon itself. Yeah. What does that even mean? What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> well, another adaptation similar to The Godfather, which is another one of my top movies is Goodfellas. Yeah. So, I mean, that was an adaptation. I actually, I have seen Goodfellas and I do love Goodfellas. It's awesome. I mean, it's really, really good movie. Again, another one of those. That one, I can literally go through and if it ends, I can turn it right back on again. Mm. That is one of the ones that I can do that. The only problem is I do gain weight watching those movies because anytime I'm doing it, I suddenly get the urge to make sauce. (laughs) 
<laughs> and the next thing I know, I'm like getting pasta, and I'm like, oh, we gotta get bread. Yeah, we gotta get movie watch. Yeah. Now, I've been to the Sopranos movie watch with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so much food. <laughs> so much food. But this time I want, I usually end up making it. So if I'm watching those movies, because it's not like. Yeah, we went to and watched The Many Saints in Newark, mm-hmm. which is the prequel to The Sopranos, a prequel movie to the show The Sopranos. Um, very By good movie. By the way, movie. folks, if you haven't seen the show, don't watch the movie. You're <laughs> very lost the entire time. <laughs> if you like just, if you go into it not knowing anything about The Sopranos, it's a, it's still a decent like gangster type movie. So you can appreciate that. But yeah, yeah you, you appreciate will appreciate the fat kid stealing the ice cream truck. That's yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> But because unlike that, like I hadn't seen that before. It was the first time. It just came out, you know, on HBO and in theaters, HBO Max and in theaters. So I wanted to focus on that. So I didn't want to have to cook. Uh, but the other movies I've seen a million times, so it doesn't matter. I can just hear it in the background. I already know. I can see it in my head. Right. So I'm just like, yeah, we'll make the sauce and make the sauce. And you know, like in the Goodfellow, I'm like making a sauce, and I hear in the background, he's like, how many onions you put in that thing? How many onions? I only put two onions in there. How many cans of sauce? I use two big cans, two big cans of sauce. Like that's too many onions. <laughs> uh, but uh, Samuel yeah. Jackson's in that. Yes, he is. He or was about eight seconds. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. He was he was supposed to be the wheel man. Yeah, on and one of the heists. Yeah, and then he shows up at his house and you see him in his tidy whiteies. Like, and he's hey, like, you got a girl in here? <laughs> no, that's why I figured you shacked up with a girl, man, or something. <laughs> And he's like, what do you say? He's like, yeah, you're late. You're always late. You'll be late to your own fucking funeral. Yeah, and then, yeah. Oh, right in the head. Hey, let me ask you something. <laughs> you think I'm funny? <laughs> what about me's funny? <laughs> I think that was probably one of the only roles where Samuel did not play like some sort of badass or right. guy. Yeah. Mm. He was like the weakened guy in that. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> also that one that he Coming did with to America, uh, he was the, the robber. Yeah, yep. he tried to rob the yep. McDowell's <laughs> with the big, the big Mick. Yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> they got the Big Mac. We got the Big, big Mick. <laughs> He's like, both of us have uh, two all beef patties, the lettuce, the uh, special sauce, but their buns, <laughs> their buns have seeds. Our buns got no seeds. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a part of the movie. It's like, sir, someone's here to see you. They from McDonald's? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I would say that though. But you definitely right, Godfather. Is up there in in great adaptations. That's that would be up there for me as well. Um, there is. I'm not going to get too much into it because we have talked about it before. But the actual movie called Adaptation with uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Talk that sounds that. like a movie I've seen. Yep. <laughs> have you seen that, Patrick? No, I have not. <laughs> and sadness. Die. Let's take a moment of silence for all the lost movies and good memories this man could have had. I'm only 36. There's only <laughs> so much I could watch. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, there's 24 hours in a day, seven days a week. Yep. Yeah. All right. It'll be All right, like, I'm quitting my job. I'm no longer eating. It will be like the margin. All right, let's do the math. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. We're trying to solve the problems. So uh, another good one, though, um, Fight Club. Yeah. Was an adaptation. Please tell me you've seen that. Of course I've seen okay. Fight Club. No, you know, I'm no, starting no. to wait, learn wait. from your reactions. Wait, Which obviously you? you haven't seen it because you don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, you Patrick. brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> this rule number one and two. <laughs> this rule one and two, Patrick. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> now, I, I can't speak on this because, again, I didn't read the book, but I have heard some people who have read the book that actually said this is one of the few times where the movie does do it justice. Really? Yeah. I think it's because they entered in all those visual filters. Like, mm. you know, normally books, you, you have to visualize, you kind of take your own journey with it, but with them being able to pop in those, like, little Easter eggs in a movie, like where you had those flashes, mm. where if you freeze-framed it, it's like him in the background, you know, yeah. Brad Pitt's character, uh, Tyler. Even on the DVD, they put the cigarette burn in the top right-hand corner yep. because they talk about it in the movie. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, because of that and the, the little things that they could do visually hmm. that maybe, you know, you couldn't really bring into your own head or kind of picture it the way. So I think that's why a lot of people liked it so, so much. So, um, good. I was going to bring up one of the longest running movie franchises based on a 1970s television show. Do tell. Mission Impossible. Okay. Your mission, should you choose to accept until like Ghost Protocol, they always had um, Tom Cruise listening to a cassette deck that would like smoke when it was right. Done. This message blows up this truck. Yeah, in like 2012, they were still doing that stuff. 
That's I'm awesome. sure. That's you haven't heard of an erasable thumb drive? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, just press delete. Which <laughs> <laughs> throw the thing out the airplane. No one... <laughs> yeah, exactly. They should have had like a, a younger kid playing the, that role and be like a millennial. And he's like sitting there looking at the tape, like, what do I do with this thing? Yeah. He's like, uh, how do I? He's like pulling it out. Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What am I supposed to do with this? And it like pops in his hand, like, ow. <laughs> he's like flossing his teeth with yeah. it. <laughs> I'm heading to Budapest, but I don't know why. My damn cassette thing exploded in my hand. Yeah, all I got was a plane ticket and uh, some weird plastic thingy. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like tape, but it's not adhesive, so I don't know what to do with it. No, what confused him was it was in the machine, but it said to, to play, press the pound sign, and he just looked in awe and couldn't figure it out. Wow. They don't even have pound signs on recorders. Wow. Even That's in the, the 70s, they weren't <laughs> <in> there. <laughs> He just had it's to, a little sideways triangle, and you damn just, well know it. Yeah, he had to put that in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta plug the pound sign, man. <laughs> I'm gonna get a shirt with that with the symbol and be like, it's a pound sign. <laughs> Maybe that's what I could be for Halloween tomorrow. I'm gonna walk around as a pound sign. Wow. <laughs> hey, look, it's a hashtag. Don't you dare sully my name. I'm a pound sign. <laughs> Is that a tic- walking tic-tac-toe? He's <laughs> just walking around hitting people because they don't know what he is. Right. <laughs> what do you think I am? All right, you suck. <laughs> but oh. yeah, that so that did run... How many... They're mission- still making movies. Yeah, how many of them are there now? There's like It's it's like seven. the... Uh, yeah, seven or eight, something like that. It's like the Fast and Furious yeah. franchise. They just keep going. Like, Doesn't this guy get tired? Well, uh, probably One, two, another three, one that's... Four, five. Yeah, they're up to like six. I think they're filming six or seven right now. Okay. The the other one that's, you know, gained massive popularity, you know, you can go to Universal and go to the freaking land, you know, is uh, Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, mean, and they, they are even, you know, they got done with the Harry Potter, you know, that that series, and then now they're doing the Fantastic Beasts. Yep. And then there's supposed to be another one coming out, <laughs> the, the Cursed Child, is oh. supposed to be about like... It's like Harry Potter, the baby years? No, the uh, his son. <laughs> it's supposed to be about a son. Oh, okay. Wait, why is he cursed? Oh God! <laughs> I don't think it's his his son, but oh. like his son going to school and mm. like shit breaking out with them. <laughs> like, ha ha, bitch! <laughs> I had eight years of that. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry, I got eleven. Harry Potter in the baby years. <laughs> it's like the Sorcerer's Stone, yeah. the Half Blood Prince, the baby years. The baby years. It's just like a baby sitting on the green screen, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they put like wizard shit behind him. Yeah, yeah, all of a sudden a lightning bolt just shoots across. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. They're just waiting for the baby to move its arm so they can put CGI. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't see that movie being that suspenseful or yeah. that exciting. It's just... uh, half the movie is the baby just napping. Yeah. <laughs> or throwing up. Does someone need a poopoo? <laughs> That's set break. Uh, <laughs> the director just says cut. That's the way they change the cut. diaper. Oh, dear God. What did you mean? <laughs> Who gave him the extra Gerber? Yeah. <laughs> he was fussy. <laughs> he doesn't need to eat prunes. He's not 80. <laughs> Plenty of time to eat those later. It's already regular. <laughs> <laughs> Every damn minute. He's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> regular. <laughs> Universal call us. We've got a great idea for We're a movie. <laughs> Hear us <Yeah>. out. <laughs> it's about a baby. <laughs> But we put a lightning bolt on his forehead and call it Harry Potter. We're like, sold. <laughs> when can you start? <laughs> it's Harry Potter meets Luke, Luke who's talking. Yeah. All right? I think this is gold. It's gold, Jerry. It's gold. <laughs> call Bruce Willis. He can voice it. Yeah. <laughs> Where do we get the baby? That's my only question. I don't I want know. I don't want legitimate ideas. Movies. None of this kidnapping bullshit. I'm, I'm, I'm not answering that that's, question. That's why I'm staying out of that one. <laughs> don't worry about where I'll get the baby. Yeah, yeah. You want a baby? I can get a baby for you by noon. There are ways. There are ways. You don't want to know. There are ways. <laughs> Make a quick phone call. I'm just kidding, by the way. Yeah, to the FBI <laughs> listener that listens to this, we are not kidnapping babies. We've, we've never shopped on Overstock. <laughs> I've browsed, but I, I've gone to Amazon afterwards. <laughs> you don't even need a Cunin. <laughs> but that, that's actually good that you brought up the um, <laughs> sorry, that's, the Harry Potter, because that has been 
one of the biggest crazes yeah. for the past, well, now. Along with Lord of the Rings, which is based on Lord of the Rings? very old books. I gotta tell you, though, I, I couldn't get into Lord of the Rings. I read The Hobbit, but I didn't read any of the other ones. See, that was my... Uh, I, um, I liked the Lord of the Rings series, but The Hobbit was kind of like... Kind of lost me there. <laughs> Especially in the scene where, alright, they get rescued by the giant freaking eagles hmm. and then they're like hey we're just gonna drop you off on this rock right here right <laughs> you guys good all right peace out why can't you just fucking carry us to the goddamn mountain over <laughs> we see the mountain it's about the journey yeah. well they could have skipped the journey <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have to carry the ring <laughs> so the hobbit was very much like harry potter the baby years <laughs> they just think the only sure problem is elijah wood only made 20 million dollars from those movies oh, and no. daniel radcliffe made around 80 so one was a little bit more popular than the other. However, <laughs> think of the number of movies in comparison. So you're talking three versus, what, nine, ten of them? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Is there well, eight? eight with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, but so, yeah. I mean, eight versus three. True. I mean, you know, he's got to at least make a few dollars more. <laughs> if I found out somebody made three movies and made just as much as I did, I'd be a little pissed about that. Well, the son bitch also started at eight. Yeah. True. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> Elijah Wood, when he was eight, he was in Back to the Future Part Two. That's right. Yes, he was one of the kids playing the, the duck arcade. Hunt. Yep. Yeah, the Duck Hunt or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. And he was. Uh, God, he he yeah, grew like up. He did it for that. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. You get to be in a movie. Shut up. His ten dollars go go hand. Special thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't even get a credited name. It's just kid at video game. Right. <laughs> He did actually. That's a sidetrack, but he did quite a few decent movies. He did a Radio Flyer. Um, mm-hmm. What was it that that one where he was? Uh, it was like all fantasy in his head. He was traveling around like trying to change up parents. He didn't like Don't his know parents, that so one. Uh, he went around to all these different places and like these parents wanted to adopt him and stuff. Or but he had real parents and they're like, but you can't go. And he's like, no, I'm I'm just gonna find some other parents. Basically, the premise and. He goes like to country, like uh-huh. to Texas, and it's like this big Texas family that are huh. rich and they all treat him well. And then, but there's always something about each family that he doesn't feel is right, so he moves on to the next one. I wish I could remember the name of that one because it's. I think the title is the kid's name, is his name and his character name in the movie. I don't remember um, that one. I remember yeah. him in the faculty. <clears throat> yep. Yes, he was in the faculty. I remember that show he did called Wilford, where he had a psychotic episode and his dog was a oh, British yeah. actor. Well, Where he talked it, to the dog, right? Yeah. Dog? <clears throat> He's a stand-up comedian from the UK. I can't right. remember his name. No, I remember that it wasn't. No, it wasn't his dog. It yeah. was his neighbor's dog, right? I thought it was his dog. Okay, maybe. I'm looking. Are you searching? Up, yeah, I am. Please, because I'm. It's going to drive me nuts if I can't <clears throat> think of the name. <laughs> it, it's been around for a while. It was on. It's like '90s. Somewhere in the nineties, okay. I believe it was. Oh, he was in Sin City too. I forgot that. Yes, he was. He, the, was. he was, was like the uh, the, the killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, so another good one. I know. I don't. I can't remember. I don't. I know you haven't seen it, Patrick. I can't remember if you had get Clockwork Orange. Yes. You said you've seen that mm-hmm. one. Very very weirdly adapted movie. <clears throat> but I mean, you get a lot of you get all sorts of them. Uh, you know, we talked about the Princess Bride. Yeah. It is a book, isn't it? Yes, it is. I do love that movie. I would like to tell you something. I am not left-handed. <laughs> Good, neither am I. <laughs> Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> I love peanut. Old Andre. Oh, man. There's a, I remember reading a factoid about that movie where um, like Andre the Giant just lets out like a two-minute fart. And when it's done, Rob Reiner goes, you okay? He's like, I am now, boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a straight two minutes of just him letting it rip. That's <laughs> a long time. The man was also like eight feet tall. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, fair 8, enough. 8,000 pounds. And yeah. Freaking, you, you are a house. <laughs> Well, you got, um, let's see, we talked about those, uh, you know, the Green Mile, like, back to this kind of Stephen King, but not, not horror. Um, the one that isn't horror, but is suspenseful that Stephen King did that was a really good, another good adaptation is Misery. Did not like that movie. No? Only like because hobbling? when Bruce Willis's foot just <clears throat> kind of, like, gets hit with a slammer and it's just, like, wobbling there, it kind of freaks did me out. Did you just say Bruce Willis? Wasn't it Bruce Willis? 
That was James Conn. Oh, that's right. It was James Conn. <laughs> <Gunn. laughs> I'm sorry. I was, I was like, I'm listening to you speaking. I'm like, hey, what is that? You think Bruce Willis will let that happen? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> wow. I guess yeah. I'm just a yippee ki mother failure then. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, the hobbling, that part bothered me too. Because that is pretty graphic. I mean, yeah. you just see the foot go floppy. Yeah. It's like, you, it's so like you can tell it's a rubber foot, but still, it's just seeing it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened. <laughs> and scene. Yeah. <laughs> Kathy Bates just walks off like, yep, I just broke his foot. I'm done. Guess what? <laughs> Imagine if they forgot to set it up properly and she actually broke his ankle. And they're like, James. Excellent acting, great Call the fucking doctor. Yeah. Why are you still standing? <laughs> this guy just doesn't stop acting. <laughs> he must be method. Yeah. We're, we, we told you it's it's done. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Who forgot the prop foot? Yeah. <laughs> Kathy Bates just turns around and winks and then walks away. Yeah. <laughs> she is her. <laughs> well, Kathy Bates always had that kind of look about her, where yeah. she's just. Looks psychotic. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Even even in the roles where she's fun or funny, like she was um she was the tutor in the Blind Side, if I remember correctly, wasn't she? I don't know. Yes, yes, she wasn't was. she the tutor? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, she was trying to help him get you know get into school or, or get sounds like a grade, scene. So yeah, that you haven't seen. Yeah, in a movie you haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start a new game. Patrick, what have you seen? <laughs> it's probably a much shorter list. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't need even like two <laughs> megabytes on a, on a Word document to get that filled in. Uh, there is one I probably... I know you haven't seen this, Patrick, because it is kind of like an offset movie. I don't know if you have, Gavin. Uh, Train Spotting. Um, is, is that like a... A new TikTok trend? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not the TikTok. only one. I know of it. I've just never seen it. It's a Ewan McGregor's in it. Um, well, dang, I should see it now. Yeah. It's, it, but he's young, too. How, how do I not see Obi-Wan in his prime? Yeah. <laughs> well, when you see this, you'll be like, that's Obi-Wan? Yeah. Touche. <laughs> well, if you watch that, you'll be like, that was Obi-Wan? <laughs> if, you, if you watch that movie, you would not believe how he got to this role. Right. Because it's him and his friends. Uh, it's in... England or Wales or something it's based in. Uh, so it's very heavily uh, well, he Br- British in... or Scottish or some, something along those lines. He's an English actor. <clears throat> well, yeah, he is. But I'm saying the whole movie takes mm. place over there. I just can't remember if it's like Wales or Scotland or something. But they're all, most of his friends are all heroin addicts. And it's basically about him kind of <clears throat> trying to quit getting out of it. Right. And then... There ends up being an opportunity for them all to pitch in to do this big swa- uh, skag deal, which is what they call, you know, when you buy a lot of heroin. Um, so he gets back into it, and then he wants to <clears throat> get out completely because most of his friends are just nothing but trouble. Like, either they either steal or constantly, you know, try to start fights or, you know, vandalize stuff. So he basically, they all agree to go in on this deal. And then as they're all sleeping, as the deal goes through, he basically just takes all the money and leaves. And wow. leaves them all hanging. So sounds like a cool movie. Yes, you Thanks. should see it. No, I'm good. Don't need to now. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> <laughs> Ian McGregor buys heroin and steals money. I like it. <laughs> <clears throat> you just summed up an hour and a half of that movie. <laughs> well, we... there's uh, there's another one on here um, <clears throat> that uh, from kind of one of my other favorite directors, Mr. Alfred Hitchcock. Hitchcock, sorry. That's true. Psycho. A lot of his movies were based off books, weren't they? Psycho. Mm-hmm. Yep. Psycho. I like also Psycho. A, also, another adaptation or uh, fun fact about the movie: it is the first film to show a bathroom in a scene, like a yes, shower yeah. scene. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> My mom used to pass the base motel on Long Island when she would go to work. And she a, lived like twenty minutes outside of Amityville. And mm. and um, and in, we're all having uh, trouble with words today. Yeah. <laughs> and anemone. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> en- Enemyville, and we got out for TikTok over here. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Rear Window based off a book, too? I think almost all of them were. Yes. Yeah. Most of these were. Uh, but Rear Window is my favorite. Rear Window? Yeah. 
That's my favorite Hitchcock movie. It is good. Um, uh, the birds freak me out. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> We're getting attacked by the boys. <laughs> I remember this one meme on Facebook. It's like some guy talking to his therapist. He's like, I bought a gun so I don't get attacked or carried away by birds. And the therapist is like, I think you're getting carried away. And it's like, as he's firing into the series, not today! <laughs> <laughs> now, you can, if you don't mind researching this, because I want to make sure this is correct. That was, was it Janet Leigh that played the, the woman in Psycho, the one that got stabbed in the shower? And I believe if it is, I believe she's Jamie Lee Curtis's mother, if I'm not mistaken. But let's see if I'm right on this, on both counts. And that was from Psycho, right? Yep, yep. Psycho, the original 1960. <clears throat> Let's wait. Ding, 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 Oh, now I'm sad. Why would you bring up Jeopardy? Alex Trebek. Ding, ding, ding. Well, it's the <laughs> Alright, so who was the... I thought it was Janet Leigh that was the... Or however you pronounce it, like L-E-I-G-H. Yeah. And I believe she's Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. <laughs> In a world full of smartphones and computers <laughs> and Wi-Fi, we still cannot get the answer in under 50 seconds. Yep. Uh, alongside her daughter, Jamie Lee Curtis. Boom! I feel good now. I'm the only one playing that game, so... You feel good or old? I feel both. <laughs> she was married four times. Who? Janelle? Yeah. I don't know. Eh, she was in hot. Yeah. You know, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's the business. It's, that's what we in the biz call <laughs> a resume. <laughs> and that's why, unfortunately, the Me Too... Things started because these guys got. We're not talking married. politics. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> it wasn't political. <laughs> um, can I bring up a movie franchise? It's not even like a franchise. <clears throat> it's just TV show characters in this scenario called the Muppets. Okay. They've been. I've just watched the Muppets uh, Haunted Halloween on Disney Plus. The cutest movie ever. I love it. It is adorable. <laughs> It's goddamn delightful, and you all should go watch it. <laughs> it's delightful. <laughs> you should write that on the bo- on the DVD box for all the kids. It's goddamn delightful. <laughs> it's goddamn delightful. This is rated G for goddamn delightful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it got an eight eight point three on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Patrick Wall of Movie Talks and Chill says it's goddamn delightful. <laughs> it was a good goddamn time. <laughs> We have Muppets Take Manhattan, Muppets Treasure yeah, Island, yeah. Um, Muppet Muppets Christmas, Christmas Carol. Yep. They're fantastic movies. They're all just, just goddamn delightful. <laughs> <laughs> but they all started with the, the Great Muppet Theater. Yep. If I remember correctly, with yes. the grumpy old men in the, yep. in the top. Eh. Wilford and... <coughs> you actually know their names? One of them's name's Wilford, and I used to know the other one. Wilford was the um, the guy with the white hair and balding on top. And, and they would make fun of uh, Siskel and Ebert. Yep. The two yep. old guys. <laughs> well, in all fairness, Siskel and Ebert sometimes do deserve it. They are a little harsh. They did. Yeah. <laughs> well, Siskel's dead, isn't he? Yeah. No, yeah. It's mm. just Ebert. No, it's just the Ebert show. <laughs> so no one pays attention to. <clears throat> no, but I was like going through, just real quick, speaking on that, was, um, you know, going through like, Wikipedia and some other things, you know, just looking up movies that I've seen. And it always says, like, response or critical response. And he was bringing that up, and I've never read one where Robert Ebert had liked it at all. <laughs> and it's, like, all really, really good movies, too, or at least my opinion. But hmm. good movies across the board that become either cult classics or I bet that bastard knows. didn't even like John Wick. <clears throat> he has no taste. He probably hasn't even seen it. Yeah. It wasn't goddamn delightful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, you are right. The... <laughs> he said, does Keanu Reeves say I know Kung Fu in the movie? Then I don't want to watch it. <laughs> he doesn't have to say it. He just does it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Catch you later, John Wick. <laughs> now, those movies, that Keanu Reeves was definitely the perfect cast, or you know, cast for that, because uh, we don't want you to speak at all. <laughs> cool. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, the Muppets, hmm. they are... Goddamn delightful! <laughs> really Especially if you have Disney Plus, I really suggest you go watch Muppet Haunted House. It is 
cute and delightful. I don't know how else to put this. <laughs> I'm just proud that you said you watched a Halloween movie. It tis the season. It's a little chilly outside. You kind of have to. It tis the tis season. season. <laughs> to be scary. <laughs> Mild, not even mildly. It was just awesome. I'm not saying I was inebriated in any way, but it is a good movie. <laughs> outside substances did not assist in this. Yeah. Well, how about a, uh, a a nice movie that put um, oh dang what's his name Christian Bale on the map Batman now uh, before Batman American Psycho American Psycho is that the one where he was in like the boardroom and someone passes him a phone like all the memes are made out of yes oh, okay yes so he like takes the idea clearly I've seen the movie yeah, yes obviously. yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen the memes yeah. yeah isn't that also the same movie where he's like smiling and holding an axe yep okay. I really should watch that movie. You mean that? Yeah, that. <laughs> and he does it while uh, while the Huey Lewis song "Hip to Be Square" is playing in the background when he's attacking the guy. <laughs> yeah, and he's also he's like a huge Phil Collins fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, who isn't? Yeah, but I mean, have you ever wanted to murder someone in uh, while listening to "Coming in the Air" tonight? <laughs> Whenever I get the urge to murder, I really don't care what's on in the background. <laughs> Bloodlust is in my head. Like I don't care what music is playing. If you're gonna murder somebody to that song, though, it has to be like a slow choke out. Like you can't really rage at it. It's gotta be be like like a passionate murder. Like I'm gonna take like a baseball bat and be like, I can hear you come. I'll be like, I can't find the rhythm to swing this thing, man. She just hit once. Like wait, I gotta hold on. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're listening to Rush. (laughs) Roll the bones. I bet I give us a rage against the machine real quick, and we'll get this done, and then coming in the air tonight, we'll come back. <laughs> oh, we'll little Power Man 3000. <laughs> I would prefer Dead Mouse. <sighs> but get like those through, sick beats. But like through that movie, though, the whole thing is he's constantly talking about music. Like, yeah. And like giving like the history of the, of the band or the song. Or the, or the artist, like, yeah. 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 It, it's, I think that whole song, Hip to Be Square, when he's first killing that one guy, he's like, you know... Coincidentally enough, he's like doing this and this, and you know, it's going through, and then out of nowhere, he's just like, I can't remember the guy's name. We'll call him Brad. He's like, Hey, Brad, <laughs> beating, him, beating him with an axe and stuff. It's fantastic. Patrick Bateman was his name. Yep. Which some people say solely the good name of Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> or Bateman. Or Bateman. Yeah. Because uh, does anyone really care about Jason Bateman? Hey, Arrested <laughs> Development. Uh, Teen Wolf 2? I, I like it. There was a sequel to that movie? Yeah. The yeah. first one was good enough. Why would they sully it with a sequel? It really wasn't. A lot of yeah. things are getting sullied right now. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, in all fairness, this thing get happened now. It happened a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they actually we said... five. <laughs> to kind of tie things in a little bit, talked about Psycho, and his name, his character in American Psycho is Patrick Bateman, they said they were kind of tied it into the Bates Motel. So okay. that's kind of where they came up mm. with the part of the last name. Okay. So. Nice. little fun fact for you. Fun fact of the week. Well, I just, I, I like at the end, you know, he's trying to turn himself in. Mm. And like he's talking to this guy on the phone and this guy's like, dude, you're, you're, you're fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't bleed. I'll, I'll see you Monday. <laughs> so that's what I want to explain to me because I, I've seen American Psycho a couple times. Now I got to say... I just went into it just kind of... It wasn't a movie that I really went in, sat down, and, and analyzed, although you probably should have, because I'm about to ask a question. Did they ever officially come out and say, was it his lawyer just protecting him, or was that shit just all in his head? Did never they, they never revealed it. Does anybody have any theories on that? I, I, I don't know. I've clearly never seen the movie, so I have no idea. Well, what's your theory, then? <laughs> you basically heard the entire movie. Oh. <laughs> what do you think? So it's basically all this stuff happens. What's that Edward Norton movie where he pretends to have multiple personality disorder? Oh, Primal Fear. Yeah, I'm thinking it's Primal Fear. Someone lied and then got away with it. Well, because it's weird because throughout the movie he's like killing people. Like Once again, I haven't seen the movie and I'm basing my judgment off an Edward Norton movie. And I'm I'm explaining it to you. But near the end he goes on a rampage just kills a whole bunch of people. Yeah. And then he calls his attorney and he's sitting there like crying and stuff and uh, he's basically confessing the entire thing and he even said he ate some of them. Yeah. He ate part of some of the people. Oh, so now they're throwing a little silence of the lambs? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day he, he sees the lawyer like Gavin was saying and he's like what was up with that message you left last yeah. night or something and, and, and he just 
and, and he basically smiles, laughs, like you said, and he kind of just walks away. And then I think he does like a small little quick monologue or something, like a like inner voice like monologue. In his head, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It was in his head. Yeah, I mean, I well, I, I'm saying I, I think it was in his head. Like I think he was getting out all his inner demons, and he just snapped, but he didn't actually do anything. That's what oh, I. Oh no, think. I think they're all dead. You think they're all dead? I think okay. they're all dead. Yeah. All right. Because you know he he did several things throughout there, like killed the the old man and his dog. Well, remember when he's running and then out of nowhere he just shoots the one person for no fucking right, reason. Right, he's just like in the park and he's yeah. just like, Poof. yeah, he's because he's, he's he was chasing after one person and he's running away and he ends up like killing a person because they're in his way. But then he's running in the park and he like stops like pop. It's like the most non needed kill ever. <laughs> he's just like I'm frustrated. <laughs> Pow. Damn. Yeah, didn't he kill the when he got into the office building? He killed the security guard or something because that's where he made the phone call to his lawyer, if I remember correctly. I think so. Yeah, and you remember seeing like there was like it, it sounded like police and stuff. Come yeah, around. yeah, yeah. But that's why I was like, out of all that and all that open killing, especially in New York, he didn't get caught at all. No, that's that's why I think that's that's why I think it was in his head. But I don't think if anybody knows, maybe I'll post that as a as a. Q&A question, see if anybody responds to it. So, if you guys know what really happened in American Psycho, please let us know at <laughs> Movie Talks and Show on Anchor.fm. <laughs> All right. And this is where we're going to put the ad. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick before we... Um, Silent plug. <laughs> I do want to talk about a movie franchise that is from when I was a kid-ish. I was 13 when the first movie came out. 14, somewhere in there. Okay. Uh, the Pokemon movie franchise i'm assuming you two have never seen a single one of them no but i when you were 14 i was like in a bar that's true you know um (laughs) i've seen the first five and there are 24 of these movies wow i I saw the one what yep what i saw the one with ryan detective pikachu yeah yes i actually haven't seen that one but like the um, the animated uh, cartoon movies, there are twenty four of those suckers. Wow, twenty started in nineteen ninety eight and they're still going today. Jesus, it's like the Fast and Furious; they just don't stop. <laughs> I mean, but apparently it's a lot easier to draw a Pikachu than to get Vin Diesel to act. Which <laughs> <I love. laughs> well, they still haven't done the second part. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, but um, I just wanted to bring it up because I remember seeing the first movie in theaters and. Um, back when this movie came out, everyone was playing the first generation of video games, which mm-hmm. was red, blue, and yellow. Okay. Um, but when the first movie came out, the second generation of games was already out in Japan, mm-hmm. so the movie incorporated those little pocket monsters into the movies. So half of us were like, what are those Pokemon? I've never seen those things in my entire life. Why is that not in my video game right, right. now? <laughs> and then like six months later when the next gen came out, like, oh, I have it. There it is. Son of a... <laughs> this is goddamn delightful. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things are, man. <laughs> Especially when it comes to my childhood. <laughs> All right, so let's do a quick little segment here. Gavin, you're going to have fun with this one. And I know you are, Patrick. So we're going to do... Another segment of Patrick, have you seen it? Oh, Patrick, have you seen it? You <laughs> we got to copyright it? that. Patrick, have you seen it? <laughs> seen it? Oh, <laughs> folks, as far as you're Did concerned, you we're recording at like four in the afternoon, so my chug of this white claw is nowhere near alcoholism. <laughs> oh man. Here All right, so same rules as last time. I have to give a brief description to prove that I've seen the movie. Yes. Yeah, okay. it does, and it, you don't have to go too far in depth. If you give us just a couple details about it. And we're, we're still good. sticking with adaptations. Yes. So okay. I'll, uh, I'll go first. I'll give you an easy one. Okay. Schindler's List. I've seen it. Liam Neeson shoots a lot of people with a rifle. It's the only part I remember. I know it's in black and white. I mean, he protects them from getting shot by the rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought he was the guy with the rifle. No, he was the guy with the list. No, he that should... that was taken. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely right, so I'm, I'm going to give this one to you guys. Apparently, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it enough. I think he makes taken with Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's that Holocaust thing. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, I got black and white and uh, Liam Neeson, but I'll, I'll give you the one you that have, I you have half a point. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that down. Gavin said half point. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, okay, I got one. The color purple. I know it stars Bruce Willis, but I. That's where my knowledge is. Ah! Oh, really? Not even Bruce Willis? <laughs> no. Oh, wow. You're, you're on a Bruce Willis today. Yeah. You're like on a Bruce Willis obsession. I, I, I just watched Die Hard. I was going to say, is it because Die Hard's been on all weekend? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it, the color purple is around the time of, you know, when there's still heavy segregation. I mean, it's an old older movie. It's not an old, old movie, but it's been around for a while. We'll be Goldberg's It was from in the it. year we were born. Yeah. 1985? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's got, it's got a lot of I wasn't people. watching a lot of movies back then. Well, I figured not, but, you know, has been around and been on a lot. But basically, it's Whoopi Goldberg's in it, and she basically plays like a, a, a black, almost slave, but to a black man who I believe is Danny Glover, if I remember correctly. I think so. And he basically, she's a slave. Like, mm. he, she cooks and cleans. He says he marries her, or he marries her, so she's like his wife, but he got her when she was very young. So it basically took this little girl, <clears throat> she was, cooks and cleans for him and does all the housework and obviously performs other duties to satisfy him. And then she basically is stuck there and she was separated from her sister when they were real little. And uh, I don't believe I'm ever going to watch this movie. It's, it's a depressing movie. I'm not saying, it, but it's really good, but it's mm. still a depressing movie. But uh, Oprah Winfrey's in it. Mm. And, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's all about the story of her trying to get away. Hmm. and kind of free herself and be her own person. And then down the road, she ends up reconnecting with her sister, but her sister was over in Africa, and they come over with all some other family members or friends, and you know, basically hmm. there's a whole big cry scene there. But it's, uh, it's Whoopi Goldberg when pretty young, pretty young Whoopi yeah. Goldberg. So, <clears throat> Like before Sister Act. Way before Sister Act, yeah. Okay. All right, so, so that's two to you guys. None for me. Well, point five for me. <laughs> <coughs> well, you got eight more chances. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's been a couple of versions of this, but we'll go with the newest one, uh, Gulliver's Travels. I've seen the one with um, Ted Danson. Um, okay. That was like a three-part miniseries, I yeah. think, on TBS. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't do. Are we counting miniseries as a movie? Because that's the only one I've seen. I have. I've I'll seen allow. like. Yeah, we'll allow. I've seen the like first scene of the the one with Jet Black, uh, mm-hmm. Jack Black. Jet Black. <clears throat> Jet Black. I'm watching a lot of anime. This guy's name is, <laughs> guy's Jet, name is Jack. Jet Black. This character's name is Jet Black in the the show I'm watching. <laughs> but I've seen the one with Ted Danson where he's on the the small island and then he's with the horse and then he's. On another, there's a third island, and I forget it. I saw it when I was a kid, but I've seen that one. But that's as much explanation as I can give you. <laughs> what do you say? Well, it's it's about a guy, you know, who goes just like in the book. It's uh, <clears throat> the Jack Black one. They they leave out kind of like the middle island, mm-hmm. but you know, he gets sucked into the <laughs> vortex, and then he goes to the island with all the small people, the Lilliputians, mm-hmm. and then. The the new one with him, they put a lot more, um, a lot more modern day spin on it. Mm. I mean, he ends up making. Uh, their... He spends a lot of time on the little island, doesn't right? He? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the movie is there, and you know these these people are like the greatest builders <coughs> of all time. So they end up building a house big enough for him to be in, and like <laughs> making coffee, and that you just see like stacks of grounds getting come in and he's like you know making one cup <laughs> but I'm like alright so they're on this island where do they get all this shit right. to make this giant house for this dude and then he turns like their downtown it, it, when he gets there they're kind of like in the renaissance era but then he turns their downtown into uh, Fifth Avenue in New York <laughs> That's awesome. And at the end of it, he has like a big, uh, a big fight with this dude who makes a giant robot. Nice. The fighting. So, but he does also go to the the other island where there's the giants, where he's the small person. Yeah. And so this girl like picks him up and makes him her doll. <laughs> and he's like, "No, I'm not drinking." Uh, it's like they were doing tea time. He's like, "No, I'm not doing tea time." Do it. He's like, "Okay, okay, okay." <laughs> he's a little tutu. <laughs> He sees a pilot that also landed that because he like went through the Bermuda Triangle. 
Yeah. So that's where this right this is, you know, supposed to be happening. But yeah, so he goes in there and there's a there's a pilot that's been there and he like takes the face mask off. Oh, he's a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I think I got one here for you. This one's gonna be iffy. Um I'm guessing you probably haven't seen it, I would guess, but it's not that old. It's only about five years old, so you most likely have seen at least commercials that would be able to give you at least some insight as <laughs> what it's about. So, so I can fake to, it. So you, you have fake, <laughs> yeah. it, you fake it. I can fake it. Hidden Figures. That, what? Hidden Figures. That's not a movie. That is a movie. That, you're a lying bullshitter. <laughs> I figured you would have at least seen commercials for it. So. I cut the cord like four years ago. I haven't. Oh, really? Seen, yeah. Outside okay. of when we go to courtside to watch football, I don't see commercials. Okay. Well, I haven't seen it, but I know what it is. Yeah. So it's basically, it, in a nutshell, it's during it's NASA during mm-hmm. our you know space race and you know during our shuttle or not shuttle program but the rocket program and stuff and there's all these black women it's basically about black women <clears throat> who are actually mathematicians like really good ones mm. and basically the struggle that they had to go through to become intellectual equals so they were always like set in the back and did like just menial tasks even mm. though or like they're basically human computers yeah. so they'd be the ones doing the programming and stuff but they were never tasked with anything <clears throat> like respectful yeah they were they were in in like a whole other building way off like they weren't and it was still during segregation like they had you know the the black women's bathroom the black men's Mm. bathroom you know blah 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 and you know you get basically the one director i guess is his title of you know in nasa Mm. and he ends up fighting for them and getting them involved Uh, sheldon from the big bang theory is in it oh wow He, he plays a pretty big role he like she gets one of the girls gets invited to help him because this one guy, like I said, the director he he's a white guy and he's basically it's about him kind of helping mm. pave the way in, in, in so to speak. So it's it, it is a good movie. Okay, <clears throat> and it's about intellectuals. So nice. And I want to say I'm I think it, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm Kevin Costner might have been that guy that was the director. Yes, yes he was. Okay. So yeah, and there's a scene where she's like she has to keep running to the bathroom. That that was the greatest scene. She keeps running across the way to go to the bathroom, and then she's not getting the job done. And he's like, "Where is she?" Mm. And she comes running back, and he's like yelling at her. He's like, "Where'd you go?" And she's like, "I have to go all the way over here just to use the bathroom." And I think he takes like a bat or something. And you see the the like mm. no blacks or whatever, whatever it says, or white only. And he takes it and he starts bashing it. And he's like, "From now on." Anybody gets to use this bathroom. <laughs> and he's like, now can you get the work done? <laughs> it's almost like like he's doing it heartfelt, but it's also he just wants to get the job done. Yeah. <laughs> huh, this may be a layup for you. It may not. Let's find out. And I'm kind of sad to know that I've seen this movie and can probably tell you a good synopsis on it. Anyway, <laughs> The Devil Wears Prada. I know it's a movie, and I know it stars <laughs> Anne Hathaway and Meryl Streep, but that's where my knowledge ends. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> I mean, you know, the only reason I've seen it is because, you know. Yeah, girlfriend. Big on, big sure. On Anne Hathaway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, one, we all are. I mean. <laughs> Come on. I mean, day. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so she comes in and Meryl Streep is like this uh, magazine editor for fashion. And the two of them butt heads on every, basically everything. Isn't Anne Hathaway her assistant? Yes. So she gets a job as an assistant. She's just graduated with like a journalism major. Mm -hmm. And she wants to write for, you know, um, big New York, like Wall Street Journal, stuff like that. Um, but you know, she has no experience, so she's taking this job to get experience and the, um, Meryl Streep's character, uh, Miranda Priestley is like this so well known out there that like a, a nod from her, you know, from like working there a year or two, whatever, uh, goes like she could land a job anywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, apparently people that you know kill to <laughs> try and get just her assistant job so she has two assistants and um anyway she's like going through learning all she has absolutely zero fashion <clears throat> industry experience whatsoever so she always shows the work and like this frumpy stuff and dresses comfortable yeah and she walks in and she's <laughs> one day she's like 
wow, that's what you put on today. <laughs> Sounds like a ripoff of the movie um, The Proposal with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. Kind of, yes. Except I think know, this the one two of them didn't first. fall. They didn't fall in love. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she comes in wearing a wearing like a a, a blue uh, sweater, and they're trying to. She's in some kind of meeting where they're trying to dress a model for a shoot, and they, she pulls out these two belts, and they're literally like to most people I fucking don't <laughs> <laughs> and so she's looking and the lady's holding it she's like well we have these but I just don't know they're so different and the Anne Hathaway starts laughing <laughs> she's like they're both the same <laughs> and then Meryl Streep lets her fucking have it <laughs> she's like oh you don't know about this stuff well what you don't know is that that tacky Kmart sweater that you're wearing and then she just <laughs> fucking reams her like, like last year this was actually blue topaz or whatever and it was in so and so's line for three three runs and uh, so when you just went to that you know aftermarket store and bought that sweater you did it up based on a decision that people in this room made <laughs> damn I was gonna say Jesus man was like I mean I haven't seen the movie no. yeah yeah Becky has, but she just there recounts it to you daily. Y'all shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all suck. <laughs> Y'all suck, man. How many was that? What did we go? Uh, we're at two, three, four, five. We're at five right now. All right. Patrick and you, uh, you, you guys are winning. Patrick it's, is at point five. I'm at one point five. One point five. One point five. And you guys are at four. <clears throat> All right. So here's one, and I'll even give a, a slight hint to the beginning of it, only because I. I'm going to say probably not, but it is a Quentin Tarantino movie, and I know you have seen some of those. Yes. So, Jackie Brown. That's a person. <laughs> <laughs> I love these responses. That is, that's a movie. That is, that is a movie. That is a person. Like a great critic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to tab over and give you guys one more point. <laughs> so, Jackie Brown is a... Quentin Tarantino film. It's that one's got a star-studded cast. Well, he always has like yeah. ensemble stars. Yeah. I mean, it's got it's Michael Keaton, Samuel L. Jackson. Um, it's not a Tarantino film without Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> true. Um, but it's Harvey Harvey Keitel's in it. Uh, there's Robert De Niro's in it. I mean, it's it's got a lot of people. <clears throat> basically, she is a flight attendant, and she's Samuel L. Jackson. She works for him like on the side. So basically. She transports stuff, whether it be like drugs or money or whatever, mm. in her bags. Because this this is back. The movie was made in '97, so back then you didn't, you know, TSA wasn't as strict, especially with the flight attendants. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she was able to move stuff. Well, uh, Michael Keaton and his partners work for um, <clears throat> the ATF. Oh. And so they're onto her. They bust her. She goes to jail. Samuel Jackson bails her out, and I can't remember. He's a super popular actor, but. He's been in his other Quentin Tarantino movies, but he's basically the bail bondsman, and he gets her out, and it just—it's—it's a, it's a Tarantino movie, so it yeah. all gets all screwy. So she basically a lot of the N word and a lot of shooting. Yeah, no, well, not as much as you think, but <laughs> now basically they have to. It's all about money at the end. Like there's a money heist, and it's Jackie Brown. She's trying to now rip off Samuel L. Jackson. Robert De Niro like got out of prison. He's working for Samuel L. Jackson. He's supposed to watch mm. her, and it, it all gets twisted around. And then the bail bondsman ends up liking Jackie Brown, so he ends up helping her in the long run, and mm. you know, getting away with it all this stuff. So nice. it's it's a good Tarantino film. Nice, but you haven't seen it. Nope. According to this list, I haven't seen a lot of movies. <laughs> but if I get the next four right, I could still win by point five points. But okay. if I get the next one wrong. We're going to stop because there's no way I can come back. All right, well, Mathematically, give, it's impossible. I'll, I'll give you one. Let's find out. Ready Player One. Fun fact, I haven't seen oh that movie. Oh my god, it is a video game. <laughs> I was giving you a layup. <laughs> I'm not even a game person. I've seen Ready Player One a few times. Yeah, I haven't. It's on HBO Max. We can watch it today, but I have not seen it. Even with the gimme. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yep. And that ends. Patrick and that's it, it, folks. But if, if Patrick has a laundry list of homework to do, apparently. <laughs> but if I remember correctly, now we're tied because the last round you won. 
No. No, he didn't. You didn't win the last oh, round? Oh, yeah, yes. He yes, won he did. the last round. Yeah, the last round. The first time we oh, played Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. The first time we played this game. And now we've won. You've lost. Hope for that tiebreaker next time. Yeah. <clears throat> but... Actually, so I know learned, what our upcoming episodes are, and my odds are not great. So that we've learned, Pat, not only does Patrick not watch movies, he doesn't read. <laughs> I graduated college. I yeah, stopped yeah. that bullshit a long time ago. It has not been required since I left. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that actually wraps it up for now. We've, we're out of time, everybody. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining us in Talking Adaptations and another segment of Patrick, Have You Seen It? Um, look forward to the next round. Want to get that tiebreaker going and uh, see what happens. save it for when we revisit sci-fi or video game movies. <laughs> I'm going to give myself an age on this one. We'll, we'll try to be a little more lenient and find a topic that might be closer to what you've seen. And He's going he's gonna to do it when we just review Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So that's it for uh, us this week. Uh, take care, guys. We'll see you next time for Movie Talks and Chill. We are your hosts. I am Tony Serrato. I am Gavin Butts. I am Patrick. I need to go watch some movies wall. <laughs> All right, everybody. Take care. Talk to you next time. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous@movietalksandchill.com, or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul the Rock.